Tyre Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer, keeping you safe on the roads. Tyrepower.com.au. Mourn Team Hyundai at Port Adelaide. All your family needs in a vehicle built for tomorrow that's here today. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go! 27 minutes to 8 on SENSA Breakfast Picks. Before we go to Doc Clark, one of our mates, Fairdingham Internet without the fuss, um, I have been able to put some WD-40 on the door of the lift at the Hotel <laughs> yeah. Grand Chancellor. We are kicking goals with their exclusive SEN free extras deal. Book direct for the win. So we've got overnight accommodation for two people in a king or twin room, overnight parking for one car, $50 food and beverage credit. Have a listen and let us know who you think is in the hotel lobby. I have a dog called Billy and a cat called Helen. A dog mm. called Billy and a cat called Helen. I think I recognise that voice. But anyway, um, we'll get people to give us a call if you think you know who that is. But we've got a very special guest who we want to get to, and that is the coach of the Adelaide Crows AFLW side, Matthew Clark, on the eve of the final series. One game to go before they crack into that. Doc, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, boys. Hey, it's our pleasure. Um, firstly, uh, you'd be pretty happy with how the season's unfolded. There's a bit of change at the end of last year, uh, and you've been able to maintain that sort of great form that you've had and put yourself in a pretty strong position right now? Yeah, no, very, very happy. Um, yeah, it was uh, a little bit of change over the over the break, uh, but we've had, you know, a reasonable, well, a long, a long period to prepare. Uh, and so we've sort of felt going in that we were in good shape, but you're, you're never really sure until it, until it kicks off. So to to get to eight and one and, um, yeah, lock away top two last week was uh, really pleasing. And then obviously, yeah, we've got a we're at a final match this weekend, and then yeah, finals, two home finals, which is exciting for our for our fans. Doc, we had a chat to Courtney Cramey this time last week, and I, I said to her um, after a disappointing loss, you know, people would have thought that you were happy with it because you've got such a calm presence about you. Do you think that's one of your strengths leading into a final series? That yes, you've been there before, you know what it's like to have victory, but also learn from the things that don't go your way, which. That kind of IP is something that you can only experience if you've been through it before. Yeah, it's an interesting one going into finals. Obviously, everyone sort of goes, oh, experience is, is an asset. But then every now and then you see a team come through, young, you know, no no fear, and they just get it done. So I think both both versions can be useful. I guess if you have got experience, I, I guess the trick is to try and <laughs> maximise it and use it uh, to, your, to, your, to your benefit and not... Uh, not leave any scars if you've had a bad experience, I suppose. Yeah, look, I guess one of the things you'd be loving was uh, Sarah Allen, who um, was a really big blow on the, on the eve of the season, losing her with a really serious hamstring injury. She comes back, uh, played pretty well last week, but to have her who's so solid back there and does marshal the troops and really sort of steady you, like to have her coming back on the eve of the finals is a huge boost. Massive, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable asset uh, for our team. And um, yeah, it was interesting. Like because she's, we were talking about calm and, and mm. <laughs> composed people. Because she's of, of that nature, um, you sometimes forget. And uh, it was, you know, it was only sort of yesterday that I caught up with her, and because um, I, you know, it was a bit of a miss on my behalf after the game. You know, she got back, she played well, everything had gone pretty smoothly, and I just sort of forgot to check in and say, oh, how was that? You know, you bloody haven't played for eleven months. Uh, and she was, and she sort of reflected. Yeah, I was really nervous, and I didn't feel great out there. And mm. but she played just the way she played was just outstanding. So 
um, yeah, she's she's a huge part of our team and and the balance of our of our lineup. So to get her back off the back of really what she did was she sort of set herself to spend 11 weeks doing absolutely everything perfect in order to give herself a chance, and, and that's what she did. And yeah, we're really grateful. Another player has become super important to you, and I love the way she plays. And she actually kicked the winner on the weekend was. Nev Canville, uh, Nev Kelly, sorry. Um, she is such a powerful player and that burst of speed and uh, I just love the way she goes about it. She's got this sort of infectious personality as well. Yes, no, we're very happy uh, to have uh, been able to get Neve over last season and um, it probably took her a little while just to sort of adjust and, and maybe sort of unlock all of those you know, assets that she has, um, you know, Perhaps some players can spend a little bit too long thinking about what's about to happen rather than just doing it. And I think she's become you know, much more instinctive and just backing her, her speed, which is elite, obviously, uh, this season. And, yeah, obviously, you know, we're wrapped for how, how well she's going. And, uh, and equally, yeah, she's going to be really important over the next month. We're going to talk about Erin Phillips and her legacy in a moment. But Ebony Marinoff and her impact on the AFLW has been absolutely outstanding. And... I, I sometimes have to double check how old she is because she's so still so young as a as a woman, which means she's got such a bright future ahead of her. But she's dominating at the moment, Doc. I'm sure you're really glad to have her as part of the setup with so much more football ahead of her. Yeah, well, she's she's never missed a game ever. <laughs> she's played 75 games, uh, which doesn't sound a lot, but in, in AFLW perspective, mm. it's the most. And um, yeah, she her ability to play through adversity uh, is phenomenal um, and so that obviously enables her to just keep getting better and, and then probably the other thing is you know, she hasn't she's every asset that she's added to her game is one that she's developed she's she's just worked incredibly hard and every off season she's tinkering trying to get a little bit better trying to find another edge uh, so it's just absolute uh, role model for, for young players coming into our into our group to say well if this player here who's already achieved quite a bit is willing to do all of this just to try and get a little bit better, then perhaps that might be the way to go. So, no, we're very fortunate. And talk about infectious personality. She's certainly got that. Um, when we talk about your, your preparation heading into finals, you've played the top three teams in the last month pretty much before the final series. Do you view that as a, as a positive? Yeah, I think uh, that's kind of the way they structured the draw. Um, so all of the teams that are in that, so obviously we've played them and they've played us. So, mm. um, yeah, we've, we've all had a bit of a look at each other. And uh, and the, the interesting thing this season is the depth of the competition has in, increased. So it probably stretches down a little bit further than the than the top four this year, which has perhaps not been the case in the past. So I think it, going into this final round, I think there's 13 teams still mathematical chance. Probably in reality, it's more like nine or ten. And, and within that that, um, that 10, there's probably, on any given day, it's getting to that point, as, as we see in men's footy, where on any given day, anyone can knock you over or, or, or vice versa. So, yeah, the comp's really healthy. Um, and, uh, and the next month, I think, will really highlight, you know, maybe some people haven't uh, tuned in because of the new sort of time slot. They might have missed the fact that the AFLW's been banging along. But it's it, the product's really good. It's uh, the, the footies are at a really high standard, and the competition has balanced out, and it's really evening up. So it's going to be yeah, it's going to be a great month of, uh, of footy ahead. Now, Matthew, uh, Jared Walsh sort of pointed to the fact that Erin Phillips uh, announced her retirement yesterday. You're someone who's been uh, 
you know, been able to watch her up close and the impact that she has and the way she prepares herself. Do you want to talk a little bit about her and the impact she's had on the Adelaide Football Club? Oh, yeah. Well, women's football. Yeah. Um, football, more broadly, to be mm. honest. Like, mm. I think the, the way, the impact that AFLW has had, certainly on our club and I think on the league as a whole, has been really, really significant. It's just changed the landscape and, and for the better, significantly for the better. And there's no doubt that, particularly in those early years, you know, you needed some champions to, to for people to look and say, oh, wow, that's that's what it could be like. Uh, and in those first few seasons, she was, you know, head and shoulders above the competition. Um, and, and it kind of, you know, led the way. It was the, She was the torchbearer. And now, you know, when I look at the, the games that are getting played now, you know, there's lots of Erin Phillips out there or players of her, you know, standing. But there, there wasn't when it first started. So the way that she led the competition uh, and, and showed the way in those years was great. And then from my perspective, clearly, uh, I came in a couple of years in um, and just, you know, just the will to win, the competitive nature, the, the willingness to, like her body is, shouldn't she shouldn't have been playing really for the last four or five years, but she just, uh, she just wanted and willed herself to, to be able to keep competing and you know, for, for our team, and for our club. Um, that resulted in some success, which we, which we were obviously very appreciative of. And now she gets to have a bit of relaxation and enjoy family time, which sounds like a pretty, pretty fair deal, I reckon. Now, Doc, we know you're a vet, um, but is it part of the contractual agreement for the Adelaide Crows that any time you guys do media appearances, <laughs> you do it in a birdcage? Because it's, there's birds all around you at the moment, and all we could hear was just oh, 20 really? birds. So is this oh, part of the deal or what? No. <laughs> no, we think we think you were still high, side hustling as a vet. But uh, good luck this weekend and um, good luck for the final series. We appreciate your time. It was just a beautiful day in Adelaide. Get outside, enjoy the outdoors. There's lots of birds chirping because it's a cracker. So get amongst it. Hey, hey, Matty, before we let you go, we've been talking about the greatest ever male athletes. Did you have one quickly you might want to contribute to the show? Uh, oh, well, I grew up in the MJ era. Um, so obviously Jordan, uh, you would have you would have. Um, gone with Usain Bolt, I imagine. Phelps. Mm. Uh, what about Daly Thompson? Did you throw him in the mix? Or? <laughs> no. He's not bad, though. Thanks very much for your offbeat uh, answer, as always, Matt. See you. See you soon. There you go. There you go. Matthew. Uh, Bix, we got a text, de- text coming in there after we say farewell to uh, Matthew Clark, and we do appreciate his time. The text line 0427 154 one of the young up-and-coming players for the Adelaide Crows who you mentioned, Neve Kelly, but you called her Neve Campbell. Uh, so the text was, what is your favourite Neve Campbell movie? Is it Tango because she was in it with Matthew Perry? Do you like Scream or are you a big party of five watcher? No, I just quickly corrected myself. And not many Neves around the place and somehow I was stuck in my brain. But anyway, got Neve Kelly out there. But she is a star, by the way. What a recruit she has been. And uh, there is when she gets the ball, no one can catch her. She is just... Power personified. Running speed is very important to Adelaide. Uh, there's uh, a lot of Neve Campbell movies, actually. I'm just going through the <laughs> IMDb one at the moment. Um, and there's some that probably aren't safe to talk about on the radio. So I might just leave that one right. there, actually. We're going to go uh, to the uh, the hotel lobby. We've got some people who uh, think they may have recognised who is in the hotel lobby. Let's start with uh, Louis. G'day, Louis. How are you? Are you there, Louis? Maybe not. We might go to, uh, is Darren there? <laughs> See if Darren's there. Hey, Darren, how are you? Yeah, good. 
Who do you think's in the uh, Hotel Adelaide Grand Chancellor uh, lobby? No, well, Darren might have gone as well. Yeah, well, look, I'm oh. just going to make a oh, suggestion. There we go. Say, oh, oh hey, gosh. mate, how are you? Oh, you've got Louis here. Oh, Louis. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Well, we, we're yeah, just happy to take it. There, we're just happy to take anyone at the moment. Who's in the, who's in the lobby, mate? Uh, I thought it was Aaron Phillips, but that's too obvious for Walsh here. I'm going to change it to Sam Kerr. Oh, yes, he's got it. <laughs> Winner! Uh, Louis, congratulations, mate. We will send you off to the Hotel Grand Chancellor. Um, and, look, they'd be really wrapped with this segment because it's been a train wreck. So let's be honest with you. Um, we'll just mention them heaps. So overnight accommodation for two people in a king or twin room. Parking for one car, $50 food and beverage credit. That is all yours. Louis, thanks for saving us, mate, because I was nervous if we had to keep doing it. So um, you're a legend. <laughs> it's not a reflection of the Hotel Grand Chancellor, but um, you get that prize, and it certainly was... Sam Kerr, I might be taking a risk asking this, but can we listen to Sam Kerr once again in the hotel lobby just to hear it? I have a dog called Billy and a cat called Helen. Mm. All right, there you go. It's done. So it is Sam Kerr playing for the Matildas tonight. Let's pretend none of that ever happened. <laughs> Louis the winner. We're going to take a breather and I may not return. So we're back after this on SENSA with Quick Picks.